up, I'm going to be an astronaut and a musician and run at the Olympics, I think. The Pajama Foundation helps kids in foster care realise their dreams by helping them with reading, writing and providing consistent love and support. Our volunteers are still actively supporting kids in care in 2020, both face-to-face and virtually, but we still need your help. Support Pajama Day and help little people with big dreams. See how you can take part by visiting nationalpajamaday.com. to Get Serial on Sin this Friday morning. My name is Luca. Um, I'm usually with Thea. She's away this week, so it'll just be me. Um, I'm recording remotely, of course, uh, from home still, since the Sin Studios are still closed since of uh, COVID-19 crisis. Um, and yeah, you can uh, check out all Get Serial-related content via Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Get Serial. Um, you can also catch all the latest updates from sin at sin.org.au. Later on during the show, we'll be discussing um, ways in which you can donate and sign petitions for Indigenous Lives Matter. Um, I'll be talking about the latest movie that I recently watched, as well as a embarrassing story that we're discussing after the next song break. Um, how funny, embarrassing, depends on how you take it, but yeah, should be interesting. Uh, this first song you're going to hear has been featured on the international feature track uh, on the Sweet 16 playlist, Sunday Sweets. Uh, it's a song from French artist Night Glitter. The song is called Music for Clouds. I hope uh, this moves you to a high place, as it did for me. Uh, yeah, you're listening to Get Serial this Friday morning. My name's Luca. Nice to Listening to Get Serial this Friday morning uh, with Luca. Yeah, you just heard a brand new song from Ollie Sherman, Homeboy. It's got some late night pop vibes, great synth uh, yeah, chords happening there in that song as well. Um, pretty fucking great drumming as well. I really dig that track. It's a brand new single from Ollie Sherman. Yeah, I'm going to discuss a, uh, the first time I went to a music festival. This was 2013, January 2013. I was 18. I was going with some friends from high school to see, to be there. Uh, headlining that year was Red Hot Chili Peppers. And who else was on the bill that year? Um, the Killers. Either Yeah Yeah Yeahs, Vampire Weekend, and touring his debut album that year in Australia, Childish Gambino. Yes, Childish Gambino was at B Day Out 2013. Not on the main stage, he was uh, on probably the third biggest stage or the fourth biggest stage that day, I think. Um, probably fit less than 100 people. Just a rough estimate, but that 
that said, he played. Well, that was a jam. Anyway, flashback to the start of the day, probably 10 a.m. that morning. Getting ready to go to the festival. What do I bring? Got shorts, jeans, I don't know. Go with jeans. It's going to be a long day. Don't want to get bitten by mosquito bites at the end of the day either. Uh, T-shirt, jacket, whatever. I don't know. Get some stuff. Uh, do I bring snacks, drink bottle? What do I bring? Hmm. Where do I put all this stuff? Hmm. If I'm going to be in a mosh pit, should I be having all this stuff in my pockets? Will it get lost? Do I have to bring a bum bag? No, I don't have a bum bag. Don't worry about the bum bag. Alright, let's take a backpack. Alright, backpack. Put all the drinks in there. Water. It's just water in the backpack. Um, food. Hmm. We bring crackers, chips, what do I bring? Ooh. What? Should I bring some fruit, maybe? Nah, 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 not fruit, not fruit. That's, that'll wreck the backpack, surely. Nah. Anyway, I'm, I'm heading out of the door. We're going to catch a train to get into, this, into Flemington Racecourse, right? 11, 11.30 a.m. And my mum stops me, right? Before I leave, she's like, oh, have you got... Enough food for uh, the big day out, you know? To, don't want you getting hungry and spending all that unnecessary money on the food that's going to be at big day out, you know? So I was like, yeah, no, I'll be fine. Don't worry. We'll find food later. Don't worry. It's okay. I just really wanted to get on this train. So I'm trying to rush out. No. She pulls me back in. It's like, boy, you're taking these plums that I found at your nonna's house. It's like, oh, come on. These plums, man. Really? Is it necessary for the big day out? Ah, trust me, the plums, they'll, they'll get you far. They're, they're nutritious, a uh, good source of G- low GI and uh, vitamins and such. So, yeah, take the plums and get out of here. Shut up. All right, I'll stop complaining. Leave with the plums in the front pocket of my backpack. Fast forward to about, mm, let's say, 5 p.m. So I just came back from Childish Gambino set. That was probably the heaviest mosh so far in the day. Cut to halfway through Vampire Weekend set. Now, I had to walk probably less than a kilometer to get from the Childish Gambino tent to uh, the main stage where Vampire Weekend was playing at the time, where eventually Chili Peppers would play and the Killers would play and the Yeah Yeah Yeahs would play. So it was a big deal to get there mm, on time, you know? I was wearing a white t-shirt and someone alerted me that I was bleeding. I was like, no, I'm not bleeding. No, whether I, no one even touched me. I didn't even feel, I didn't fall over. I was like, no, I just ignored it. Right, so I kept walking, kept walking. People, my friends, when they first saw me, they said, what's, are you, are you bleeding? What happened at the child's game? I was like, no, no, it's okay, man. It's nothing to worry about. Ignored it, right? Listen to the Dampa Weekend set, the Killer set. Then things started getting rowdier when the Yeah Yeah Yeahs come on. Because the mosh starts filling up, the crowd starts getting larger and larger. As the Yeah Yeahs finish, uh, everyone's just waiting in bated breath and anticipation for the Red Hot Chili Peppers to come on. Now the sun's setting, so there's still about some light around, you know. At this point... I'm covered in sweat. I've been moshing all day. Get my bag, get some water. And the bottom of the bag is just covered in purple. 
And that's when I realized the plums. It was those damn plums from the very start of the day that had cursed me all the way through this big day out. And when people were saying, oh, are you bleeding? Are you bleeding? That was the residue of the plum juice that had leaked out of my black backpack onto the lower half of my white t-shirt. Mind you, this is one of my favorite white t-shirts. It had like a comic strip at the front of it, Diabolic, and that's an Italian comic strip. But on the back, it was just all purple, purple backpack patch from all the plum juices that have been squashed from a whole day's worth of moshing. So I carried on. We watched, uh, we moshed two uh, red hot chili peppers with a purple back and plum juice all over, covered around my back. Yeah. So that's, uh, that's my plum story. And the first time I went to a music festival, BDR 2013. Never forget it. All right. We're going to get to a song now by Eve's Caritas. It's called Complicated. You're listening to Get Serial here on Sin with Luca. Ah, ah. You're listening ah. to Get Serial on Sin this Friday morning. My name's Luca. And uh, you just heard a brand new track from the album... Run the Jewels, Run the Jewels 4, which is this week's international feature album on this week's Sweet 16 playlist, which you can also hear on Sunday Sweets. Check out the Sunday Sweets playlist on sin.org.au. Uh, the song was titled Walking in the Snow, and it's another banger from Run the Jewels. Uh, this album hits hard, and it hits. It doesn't, uh, it packs a punch, let's just say that. Yeah. Um, Quite a powerful lyrics. Uh, big fan of fan in the from Jules. Uh, respect to Killer Mike as well. All right. Um, I'm going to take this time now to just list uh, some places where you can donate uh, and help the cause of Indigenous Lives Matter. Since um, I am a non-Indigenous person, I'd just like to share uh, just a few ways in which we can help. Uh, put our hands into our pockets and just reach out um, and yeah, help out where help is needed. So I'm just going to list a few places where you can donate. Uh, Australians for Native Title and Reconciliation. Uh, ANTA, as it's known as as well, has been working with Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander organisations and leaders on rights and reconciliation issues since 1997. ANTAR is an independent national network of organisations and individuals working in support of justice for Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples in Australia. North Australian Aboriginal Justice Agency. The NAAJA delivers high quality and culturally competent legal services to Aboriginal people in the Northern Territory, providing law and justice related services that aim to ensure that Aboriginal people have real access to justice across the fields of criminal, civil, law and justice, community legal education and Indigenous prisoner thoroughcare. Aboriginal Legal Services Founded in 1970 as a response to the forced dispossession of Aboriginal land across New South Wales and the ACT, the ALS now does legal work in criminal law, 
children's care and protection law and family law. Sisters Inside. Sisters Inside provides comprehensive, holistic support for women and girls from marginalised communities who have been imprisoned and criminalised, and also campaigns to address the factors that have led to the drastic over-representation of First Nations women in Australia's prisons. The National Justice Project. The National Justice Project is a civil rights organisation dedicated to tackling systemic injustice and racism within government institutions. It provides a targeted health law service for First Nations people and communities who have experienced discrimination in healthcare or medical negligence and has also campaigned against the unlawful treatment of refugees in Australia's offshore detention camps. Common Ground Common Ground's mission is to help Australians see the value of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cultures through providing access to engaging and authentic content that will help bridge gaps in knowledge. Children's Ground Children's Ground works across five intersecting platforms learning, health, economic well-being, culture and community, helping Indigenous youth obtain skills that create local, national and global opportunities. Black Rainbow Black Rainbow is a national advocacy platform and touchpoint for Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander lesbian, gay, bisexual, queer, transgender and intersex peoples. They support Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander LGBTQI people through a variety of community projects and initiatives. Grandmothers Against Removals Grandmothers Against Removals, or GMAR, is a grassroots group led by Aboriginal grandmothers helping to support those affected by and bring an end to the forced removal of First Nations children from settlements across the country. Justice for Yundamu Kumunjai Walker, a 19-year-old Walpiri Aboriginal person, was shot dead by police during an arrest for a breach of parole on November 19, 2019. The funds raised through the campaign Will be drawn will be withdrawn by Lisa Woods directly and will be used to pay for lawyers to travel to Yundamu to facilitate an independent inquiry into the shooting. As well as making donations, you can also educate yourself and others by visiting or listening to First Nations projects, um, arts and culture areas. Uh, you can also take a second to visit NITV and their new services as well for First Nations media to see a maybe a different account of uh, the news media that is not necessarily shine enough light onto. And unfortunately, these days, uh, it has. Right, we're going to get to a song now from uh, this week's local feature album, Sideways Trip to New Italy, by local act Rolling Blackouts Coastal Fever. Um, this track is like a indie pop jam 
Really digging it. Yeah, and the song is called Falling Thunder. You're listening to Get Serial this Friday morning with Luca on scene. You're listening to Get Serial this Friday morning with me, Luca. You just heard a brand new track from Jess Kent, No One Else. You can also hear this track as one of is this one of our local feature tracks on this week's Sweet Sixteen playlist, which you can find on sin.org.au. Uh, I really like the track. It's a very poppy, um, unironic twist and tale of a modern love, let's say, in the dating scene. Uh, it's quite funny lyrics as well. So, yeah, quite enjoyed that one. Hope you did too. I'm going to give you now a quick review. Review. Just a retelling of, uh, of the latest movie that I watched from home. Of course, most cinemas, or all cinemas, have not reopened yet since COVID-19, so been catching up on some uh, movie watching from home as well. And the movie that I watched recently was Hayao Miyazaki's Porco Rosso from 1992. Uh, it's one of his early films. Uh, falls, well, it's, it came after Laputa Castle in the Sky, and it's not really... A, let's say a traditional Miyazaki film per se. It can't. It's not set in Japan, and it's not very, let's say, surrealist. Uh, most of the locations that are where the story is set are real, and you can visit them eventually. They exist, uh, and yeah, I quite enjoyed this film. It's, it follows a uh, pilot, army pilot, named Marco, who is a pig, and he was uh, cursed by some unknown figure for, for, not, for not being killed in a World War I air battle when his comrades, did, like, his comrades unfortunately died in battle, and he... His plane levitates above the clouds, and he changes form, and he's left as a pig. But the, f- the movie doesn't really address that directly. There are some references as to he was human before, and then it, it occurred, this curse hasn't fallen Marco, and he's now commonly known as Porco Rosso, since the plane he flies is red. Um, yeah, so he's just... It's set... Let's say in between World War One, World War Two, uh, Marco has refused to uh, enlist in the Italian Air Force since the Italian Army and Italian government at this stage in the movie is fascist, and once his friend comes to try and recruit him back at his Air Force, he squips to his friend, "I'd rather be a pig than a fascist," so. That's where the political themes of the of the movie kind of jump at you as well. Um, Porco Rosso's, let's say, in com- inverted commas, love interest is Gina, uh, who owns a Casablanca-style dive-in for the the seaplane pilots that traverse the area around the Adriatic coast and Mediterranean, and uh, yeah, she's kind of like the Lauren Bacall to Paul Carrasco's Humphrey Bogart, if you want to 
give it like a 40s, 30s twist to it. Oh, oh Ingrid Bergman. Sorry for that. Gino's the Ingrid Bergman to Polka Rosso's uh, Hoverberger character in Casablanca. Yeah. Um, there's a rivalry between an American ace pilot named Donald Curtis and Polka Rosso as they are uh, fighting for the affections of Gino. And they end up going to battle in in the early part of the film. And yeah, it's the animation in this makes you forget that you're watching animation. Like these these plane battles and the, sh- and the sweeping shots of the plane just above the water or hovering underneath clouds and taking in aerial shots of the nearby islands and landscapes is simply incredible. I was astonished when I first watched this film. And uh, I'm sure that you will be too. This has got a lot of dry humour in it as well. Just like from the animated, uh, let's say, like facial expressions that each character has and try wit. There's a character called Fio Piccolo who is uh, the co-pilot uh, for Porcarossa's plane after uh, they repair it after a battle. And Fio Piccolo accompanies Porcarossa back to his hideout to complete one last mission and, and to avoid capture by the Italian Army Air Force. She is like such an optimistic young person and gives the film another level of verve and vigour. And yeah, she kind of brings her back to Porcarosso's kind of bitter life. I did watch this film with the English dub as I could not find a version with uh, the original Japanese dubbing. So uh, a lot of, let's say, the vocal acting from the original Japanese voice actors could have been lost. So I might have to do some further research and find a different copy of that. But <laughs> I'll say this, the, the person that voices Port Corosso is Michael Keaton. And this would have been after he had filmed the two Batman movies he was in that were directed by Tim Burton. So I think he was bringing a lot of Bruce Wayne's kind of mystique and enigmatic character to the Porco Rosso character. Uh, and this protagonist kind of just felt like Batman to me. I don't know why, but I just did. And the, the whole thing of self-sacrifice and being a hero, not, not really being good or bad, just doing the right thing by you, you know. So yeah, that's that was my take on uh, Hayao Miyazaki's 1992 film, Porco Rosso. We're going to get to another song now from uh, Dallas Woods. The song is called If It Glitters, It's Gold. You're listening to Getsu on Sin with Luca. Hey there, you're listening to Gets Real this Friday morning with Luca. You just heard a song from Hey BB. Song's called Binky. And uh, this time it is another wrap up to the wonderful show we've had today. Hope you've enjoyed what you've heard, all the music you've heard as well. Some of it you may have been, you can find some of the music from uh, this week's Sweet 16 playlist, which you can find on Cinderella.u. Uh, make sure to check out Get Serial on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. 
just at Kit Cyril. Uh, next week we'll have Sia back on air. And uh, yeah, I've been Luca. Um, been a different kind of week as well. I've been all the last and so I'm saying how to be in that same as well. Yeah, we'll uh, see you next week.